It is hey, such a good on. line. I, hang on. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. All right, brother. For one moment, just before I shatter your spine to splinters, I'm going to make you immortal. <laughs> Welcome to Casual Brew Terra episode 129. I'm your host Ryan, here with the other host, Hitch. Yep, and we're we're hoping to bring to you a lot of really good fights out here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this episode, uh, we're talking about UFC 129, one of the greatest in history. Um, <laughs> we're talking yeah. about set. <laughs> Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. But you know, you can't start a fight without giving the backstory to every fighter, which we're going to provide here. And we can't give the backstory without going through housekeeping. Yep, you can find us everywhere. We mean that. We're not lying when we say that. We used to lie. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. You can email us at podcastcore@gmail.com. You can visit us at podcastcore.com for all of our info. Uh, follow us on all the platforms because that helps us get in the algorithms. We need that because uh, we don't have, you know, marketing bucks. Uh, but like and comment, that helps. Word of mouth is the best way to keep the uh, word going. Uh, tell a friend to learn about Fight Club <laughs> by listening <laughs> to the Casuals of Rune Terror podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're breaking the cardinal rule of Fight Club today. <laughs> and we're encouraging you to break that rule, too. If this episode gets pulled down, you know what happened. <laughs> you know exactly what happened. A lot of diehard Fight Club fans that didn't understand the movie. Cancel us. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start with the spell, which we always do. And we start with tag out. So tag out is a two cost fast spell that has recall an ally and create a coin in hand or spend five mana to recall an enemy and create a coin in hand uh, uh like uh as far as with this like that introduces the coin uh which is something that we haven't really uh talked about on our show yet uh so the coin is a focus spell or focus speed card so you know it's burst speed on your turn but you can't play it on the stack and it is one mana refill a missing mana so like you mm -hmm. kind of just refund your mana or like you're not cantripping because you're not going to draw off of it unless you have another effect but it is something that's really good as far as if you're playing decks with focus yep. um or uh, not focus with flow so if you're trying to trigger flow, this is a great way to trigger flow because you get a spell stack and you don't lose the mana. Right. Yeah, and there's other, I mean, in other games, you play like Magic. Uh, one of the recent sets around the time of this episode is Celebration, which requires two things to come into play per turn to trigger it. And like, So when you have those type of abilities, these type of cards give you, you know, some functionality there. Yeah. And then as far as the spell tag out itself, we got the recall effect on it, which is always going to be fun. Um, and, uh, it's very important as far as for Ionia play, but otherwise, uh, you know, it, it, it's recall. Is this really better than, um, uh, is this really better than just like this straight up, uh, recall spell? Who knows? <laughs> but yeah. So as far as the, the 
flavor here, which is why we always come to these cards. We have a message from the pit professional. It says, I'll only come in under two conditions. First, if your opponent is having too much fun wrecking you. Second, you're the one having too much fun, and I want my piece, too. So, <laughs> in normal UFC, it's 1v1. In this UFC, in Ruteri UFC, there are multiple formats, just like a card game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, not, let's not break down the, like too many of the formats there, because, you know, set kind of tells us a bit of what the formats are like. But, but yeah, yeah. no, this is, this is UFC with like a WWE twist, right? Like, you, you know, you think that you got your opponent dead to rights, and then, oh, my God, it's the professional pit fighter with, coming in with a chair. <laughs> <laughs> JR going crazy in the booth. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Dana White just standing off somewhere to the side, just counting his money. <laughs> you mean set? All right. So, hey. <laughs> so this takes us to our follower, who is a named character, Master Bingwen, the Sieve. Um, is that how you pronounce it, Sieve? Uh, yes. What does that Sieve. mean? Uh, a sieve is um uh, uh kind of like a if i'm understanding it right i could yeah. be wrong and we're gonna get roasted so hard on this episode <laughs> tell us in the comments uh, yeah <laughs> podcast score gmail.com uh and, <laughs> but it's a uh, uh it's think of it kind of like a not a uh, hypodermis needle uh okay. so like kind of a needle that doesn't actually go through the epidermis and then you like place a sieve on your wounds um uh-huh. similar to a salve okay. Uh, yeah. okay but uh i think a sieve is actually used to drain instead of to apply oh this kind of this kind of gives us some depth here because yeah. this card is a five minute three three with elusive yeah Five mana three three. (laughs) (laughs) And on the play, the next time you play a unit this round, summon an exact copy, ephemeral copy of it. And in the picture, you get why, right? We get a picture of Set fighting the pit professional. And we have Master Bingwin here. And what this kind of gives us is the sense that, okay. When we talk about his bio, you'll understand Set's upbringing. It's more rough. It's not, there's no like actual training there. But it seems like at some point there was some leadership that kind of helped him become not only the fighter he is, but the businessman he is as well. Yes. And uh, especially once we like dive into what, like how this fighting world is, it makes sense that it's going to have more of like an organized criminal feel than anything. Yeah. But uh like that that like what about the flavor of the card? We got flavor here? We yeah, know yeah. we got flavor here. Yeah, so it says Bingwin the Bird was once a fighter so called for his crane-like stance and agility because remember we're in Ionia. Since retiring, he has taken up the mantle of a trainer, using his keen eye and firm hand to separate the fine talent from the course. So, yeah, yeah. in a UFC situation, uh, an arena-type situation, you're going to have trainers, right, that also used to, you know, throw down in the gauntlet. Yeah. And, you know, like, well, you're going to be a star, Rocky. You're going to be a star. (laughs) We're going to build you up. Like, you can't have the 80s montage without some some master to train you, right? Yeah. (laughs) And who is he training? Uh, So he is training set. And uh, as 
you know what? Me neither. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't worry. Today's the day that you're going to hear about him. Podcast score at gmail.com. Um, and <laughs> uh, so set, uh, the beginning of our tale is that uh, set has a very humble background, mm-hmm. uh, and that background is a little bit more on the sad side because uh, he is a mixed race, and not just a mixed race. He's in a mixed race with in a world where half of him is truly, truly hated. Uh, mm-hmm. So set is the product of a uh, of a union between a Noxian human who's his father. And a Vestaya. So, and Anox- Anoxian got shacked up with a Vestaya. They gave birth to Set. And now Set, who has been outcast from the Vestaya community for being, you know, half human. Yeah. And is now ostracized by the Ionians because his father is Noxian. Um, we have a lot of episodes that cover why Ionians what <laughs> that cover why Ionians don't like Noxians. So really, just go take your pick. <laughs> We'd be here for thirty minutes with me breaking that down. All right, but for thirty minutes, not even the episodes are thirty minutes. Huh? <laughs> more than that. It'd be a long time. Um, so, but for these reasons, uh, Set and his family were ostracized. But for the most part, at his very early youth, they were protected by his father's reputation. Yeah. His father was a very well-known pit fighter, and because of his reputation in the pits. And essentially, his dad was a well-known UFC fighter. Yep. You're not going to bully the kid whose dad could beat up everyone. So uh, Set kind of lived a quiet life because he My was... Dad owns a dealership. Yeah, his dad owns a dealership. <laughs> but uh, he was protected by that, by that reputation. Mm-hmm. And that did protect him until his dad ends up leaving. So now with his mom raising a child by herself and being ostracized by her own people, as well as the Ionians, because she's not human, they now get bullied on the main page too, Mm -hmm. because they like, you know, set is a half breed. You're Vestayan. And your dad was an Oxian. And Set found out that the only way to really kind of keep the bullying at bay was to beat up the bullies. Yeah. I support uh, it. I, listen, I support it 100%. Yeah. Look, I, you know, like, when, I, I love that because it's like people always kind of throw this out when it's talking about equality, where it's like, yeah, well, my hands are rated E for everyone, right? And, <laughs> uh, but I mean, th- this is. I, I've always thought that this is a decent way to deal with bullying of just like, you know, if they're going to be bullies, you don't start it, but end it. Like, yeah. I think a lot of pe- people growing up in the South learned that at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, and Set did learn very quickly, you know, like, look, if we're going to be pariahs, like, you know, I, that's fine. I don't need friends, but I'm not going to take anyone's crap. And he became well known as far as within the young generation, yeah. as far as being somebody that will fight, you know, kind of punch first, ask questions later if you anger him. But if you keep your distance, you'll be fine. And once he developed this reputation for fighting, his mother really started to hound him, never go to the fighting pits. Um, 
And certainly it's probably because she was just trying to protect her son because you don't want a loved one getting hurt. Yeah. But it was also probably because, you know, the fighting pits are not an Ionian thing. There's a reason they're called the Noxian fighting pits. Uh, and again, we have a lot of we have a lot of episodes covering that Noxians like to fight and Ionians don't like Noxians. <laughs> like just really take your pick. Um and for a while, Set does listen to his mother. He does his best to try to bring a little bit into the household to help a struggling single mom. Uh, but after a while, he finally, you know, he finally works up the nerve to figure out, like, okay, what's going on with the Noxium pits? And my life has gotten so much worse since my dad left the picture. Yeah. So... I, that's it. I'm going to go into these pits and see if I can find my dad. And it is at once he goes to the fighting pits, we do get to see a little bit of details here that with these fighting pits, this isn't just like a UFC mixed martial art thing yeah. in the way that we know it. It's mixed martial arts with all of the martial arts lethal or non-lethal yep. like so these are basically gladiator pits yep. and uh we get a bit of that breakdown but it's here when set starts talking to the matchmaker that he finds out that his dad was a well-known pit fighter but he was able to earn enough money to buy out his contract and he left to find better pits so he left like dad literally went to go buy milk and never came back. And it is in this moment that set, you know, combined with the way that he was able to survive his childhood up to this point and this newfound anger that his dad legitimately did abandon him and his mom, that he decides that he's going to go into the fighting pits himself. And for set, his goal is to become a well renowned enough fighter to get his dad to come back here, you know, like if he makes a big enough name for himself, any fighter is going to want to take him on. Like we get to see that in, you know, UFC and in boxing that yeah. if you're at the top, guys are going to want to try to take you out so they can be at the top. Yeah. And that sets goal here. And he does find success despite his lack of proper training like it's constantly put down here that he doesn't have a fighting style he doesn't have any kind of training he just has experience because this is how he's survived at this point yeah, and he's half is, was dying yeah. <laughs> that kind of helps right as well. <laughs> and which we like covered in episodes like with ari uh yeah. as far as the magical abilities of vistaya uh and as once uh, he gets into the pits, he became well known as the Beast Boy Bastard, uh, <laughs> which I love that, like because it's you know like it it, it kind of like hammers home like to how rough his upbringing is, but it yeah. also just sounds like a name that came out of like Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> so like I, I'm imagining Set just like punching the glasses off of uh, Bubbles. <laughs> so listen, some people have the Better Business Bureau. Rutera has. <laughs> stop if you see the stamp of approval you know what's up 
you you know what's up. Um, so like so the Beast Boy bastard does you know make a name for himself. He starts really raking in a lot of prize money, mm-hmm. and once he's raking in this prize money, you know he's able to provide a better life for him and his mom. He constantly lies to his mom as to how he's getting this money, but he doesn't want to stop bringing it in because he loves how happy that she is that he's successful and how happy that they both are now that they have a better, you know, a better style of life because you can lie to yourself as much as you want. Money does have the potential to buy happiness. Sorry. And positioning. Um, So it makes it, you know, in the community, they're probably seeing less hate, right? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, it is at this point when he's really finding success that he decides, you know, there is a way to make more money and I can make more money if I'm running the show. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's time to start running the show. So he goes to the fight pits one day. He gets all of he gets the owner and all of his team together in a meeting and he says, guys. I think that I could do a better job of running this business than you can. They all say, we disagree. He quietly walks to the door and locks it. (laughs) Okay, so quick flashback. (laughs) There was an episode where we talked about, there's a couple parallels here. In our Rise episode, (laughs) we talked about and it has water in his mouth, so I'll wait for him to finish. Uh, when someone you. is digging through drawers, right, during a confrontation, when there's an argument going on, when they're looking for something or they're <laughs> locking a door and you're in that room with them, <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> there's tr- Nothing good is happening next. They're not going to show you a magic trick. I mean, they might show you a magic trick, but it's not the trick you want to see. It is not a trick for entertainment. (laughs) It's the kind of magic trick that we got to see Heath Ledger do as the Joker. You know, I'm going to make this pen disappear. (laughs) You do not want to volunteer to be the assistant for that trick. Locking the door is crazy. Uh, so yeah, he he locks and bars the door, and then like the way that the story is written is that you know he locks the door, and then it's like thirty minutes later the door is unlocked, and a bunch of bruised and bloodied investors walk out, and Set is officially the boss of the fighting yeah. pits. Uh, and, and it, yeah, now, and it, it goes to reinforce what you've mentioned before, where in this society, in this specific instance, violence in a business situation is respected, right? Because that's kind of the 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 foundation of Noxus. So, it, you know, it, it would make his mom sad if she found this out, right, how he became boss, because this is not the Vestayan way, this is not an Ioni way to <laughs> climb the ladder. But he has some Noxus blood too, so this is very Noxian. Yes, and on to the note as far as it being very Noxian is that this is a Noxian environment in Ionia. Yeah. Um, so more likely than not, the some of the ways that this place was taking in money was not in the legal manner. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if this was, you know, an unprofessional business uh, take or not. If you're already a criminal, what's another crime yeah. to you, right? So, uh, but on top of it being a crime that is going to be overlooked or not, like you said, power is ultimately respected, and that 
set is more powerful than the last guy. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to follow the most powerful guy in the business. And uh, all the other investors decide to, you know, step in line, follow set, and hopefully they get a return of their investment. And to set's credit, they're going to get their return because set actually was able to open the doors to more Ionians in the fighting pits. Yeah. And, because which is mm-hmm. which is a crazy idea, right? Thanks, because Irelia. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but to that point, uh, you know, you can listen to the Irelia episode if you don't get the joke. But to that point, this is at a point in history where there are, you know, like I doubt that sets the only uh, the the only kid that was raised. As half Noxian, right? Yeah. Uh, because that's just how Tends to happen life after works. Major wars, yeah, yeah. That's just how life works. So, uh, but it is at this point that Ionians have discovered that they have a bit of a bloodlust themselves, mm-hmm. and we get to see that in Irelia's story a lot. Yeah. Uh, but because of this, Set sees an untapped market and is able to open the doors to more Ionians. And then they're actually are making more money than with the previous bosses. Set is experiencing even more success than he was experiencing before. And this is all in lines with his goal, because if he can put this fighting pit on a big enough pedestal for the whole world to see, then maybe his dad will come back and he can beat the crap out of him. Cause that's all set really wants to do <laughs> is beat the crap out of his deadbeat dad. Yeah. And that's kind of where our story ends here. Uh, you know, so a bit more on the short and sweet side and which kind of fits us perfectly because we haven't gotten to talk about the card yet. Um, and boy, when this card came out, it was something, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> Like we've got a five mana four five with challenger and reading the rest of the card spoilers. I don't see the word quick attack anywhere. So <laughs> let's go. We did it. We made it a champion without quick attack. But listen, um, Set does have a dumpy on him. We haven't given the dumpy seal out lately. Uh, five, four, five for five. Does that really feel like dumpy seal uh, of approval? I don't remember. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. Man. Okay, you know what? I will. I will permit the dumpy the seal because out there. Yeah, I'll permit the dumpy seal not because I want to get punched, um, and also because of the other effect here. Yeah. The first time I would drop below one health while attacking, give me barrier instead. Mm-hmm. So he basically does have like you know the means to have an extra big dumpy because it's more than five. Technically, he has, he has access to a BBL. Yeah, he got access to BBL. <laughs> um, and then his level up is you have spent 40 plus mana. Um, so like the level up requirement is pretty steep, but like we were discussing with the flow cards and the new coin mechanic that came out alongside set, yeah. it's not going to be, you know, impossible to pull off. And boy, do you get a payout when you pull this off. So he becomes a five mana, five, six with challenger and while i'm attacking i can't take damage or die <laughs> um, ooh, ooh boy 
That's crazy. And then um, each round, create a showstopper in hand once mm-hmm. you've spent 12 plus mana. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to keep cycling through this mana, you get the showstopper, which is a zero mana slow speed spell obliterate an enemy and deal one damage to all other enemies of the enemy <laughs> so, holy if cow. you played against him in league of legends you understand yes yes if got especially like the what is it, the mathematic build for set where he just like it's like a pseudo like burst yeah burst burst build where he could just 100 to zero <laughs> in one rotation yeah you, it makes sense um so yeah the payoff is, for this card is insane but I, I think even the front side of the card is absolutely terrifying because yeah. he can basically like guaranteed two for one minimum if not three for one your opponent which is great um, and of course we got to talk about the flavor. Uh, so on the front side, we've got basking in the roar of the crowd packed into his exclusive underground arena set indulges in a rare moment of an introspection. He remembers all he fought for and what might yet come his way. He knows one thing for certain though. It's good to be the boss. Um, and as a, as a Mel, uh, as a Mel Brooks fan, I love the ending there. Cause it's, it's good to be the king. <laughs> And and then, of course, you know, we get the flip side, which is a direct quote. And problem with being the boss is for most you get soft. Your own calluses start healing. And before long, you're what you swore you'd never be. So I'm grateful for all this chaos. Finally, someone's bringing the beast out of me. And the, the, as far as like having a quote like for set who literally fought his way to the top yeah. of an underground criminal organization say someone brought the beast out of you is crazy but <laughs> with the direct quote if you it, like if you pull up the direct quote like the reference is actually to uh someone that was made for the rune terra card game which yep. is he's talking to jack um so which hopefully you know we get to cover jack at some point um because that, that that's just an interesting concept as to the, all, all the league of legends world as well as like to our show itself but um you, you know that's gonna be a story for another time because right now set is just he's at the top of the ladder and now he's mad um <laughs> there's, so there's one more thing i want to bring in here which hetch mentioned um about one of the payoffs which is showstopper the card Whatever. The quote is probably would be one of the greatest WWE lines if spoken. It says, for one moment, just before I shatter your spine to splinters, I'm going to make you immortal. (laughs) Set himself. (laughs) It is such a good line. Hang on. (laughs) All right. Uh Uh-oh. All right, brother. For one moment, just before I shatter your spine to splinters, I'm going to make you immortal. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that was worth it. (laughs) Middle school school me is jumping on my couch right now. Yeah! Going crazy. Stone cold glass shatter. (laughs) Mom, I need a Bud Light to pour over my head. (laughs) I'm not going to drink it, I promise. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) So... That wraps up our bio for set. So this is the part of the episode. Once again, you can bounce out if you want to. We're going to do a little bit more talking. One thing we want to talk about 
is the what we like to call the triangle of madness. Now, we bring up the geography sometimes here. And if you remember, Ionia is like an island nation off to the most east. Noxus is off the shores to the west. And then below Noxus is Piltover Zon. And obviously in the story, we talk about him creating this arena in Ionia, which is already a unique situation. There's the backing from Noxus, since that was the catalyst for this happening, right? The pit's there. But we talk a lot about the money, right? And a lot of money is now moving. And you can't do that without talking about Piltover Zon. So why do I bring that up? Because if you remember, we have a show called Arcane, which takes place in Piltover Zon. So we now have another aspect or another avenue we can explore because in that show, the first season that came out, uh, at the towards the end, you can see the Piltover money interest in the military industrial complex of Noxus being expressed openly. So if they're doing that, there's probably some Piltover money rolling around in the uh, interest that that fighting interest in Ionia because it is a unique market. And and to that point, uh, I'm glad that you brought up the map because I love nerding out about like logistics because uh, uh, that's how oh, I real? put food I on that. my table. Um, <laughs> so like not only would because we already know that there is going to be a money interest there and that uh, with the positioning of Piltover and Zon, uh, Piltover and Zon is the most central like power in room terra just location wise they are have basically at the closest point connecting to the shariman continent which also involves targon because that's on the westernmost front of shariman and then they are on the mainland that is with noxus demacia and freljord but this with that central positioning they're right on the the channel that's connecting those continents which means that they have access to water travel and if you are traveling out in the eastward point the first nation that you're going to hit is bilgewater not ionia yeah. with the way that the channels are set up so that is like that is why piltover and zon is going to be like the money central mm-hmm. because like these other remote areas, if they're going to want trade of some kind, at some point it's going to have to go through them. And we know, thanks to Arcane, that they have ways to travel really far, mm. really fast. Um, so if you can get, like, if you think of it from a shipping perspective, if you can get the product to your customer faster, they're going to pay you what you agreed on, and they're likely going to use you again. So Piltover and Zon is going to be that central hub, but they connect everybody. And if Ionia is going to be having like a lot of money raked in, especially since they are possibly the most remote uh, nation outside of the Freljord, they're going to depend heavily on trade. Mm-hmm. So they only make sense that you're going to be looking at the center for trade. Uh, so and, and that's how you also get access to some of these other uh like some of these other regions as well because like with that direct quote off of his card we know set's going to end up having some kind of run in with jack yeah uh and jack is very clearly not ionian and he's <laughs> awesome, but he's not noxian 
Yep. He, like he's he we're talking straight up Corsair business, and that's where Bilgewater actually comes into this. And that makes sense because Bilgewater could likely disrupt a lot of the trade All that's right, not wait, going wait, through Piltover. No, I gotta on. stop you. We're giving away too much for free. Right. I don't <laughs> You're doing great, Hesh, and that's the problem. Right? You have our you have our information. You know how to yeah, podcast score at gmail.com. <laughs> you know how to contact us. <laughs> Fans, I'm sorry to stop him there, okay? I we just we have to you <laughs> can't you can't give I, away for free what people will pay for. I told you, I can nerd out about the logistics. <laughs> no, it's super cool, though, when you start to break that stuff down. Because as we always mention, as the date of this show, we don't have our MMO yet. It's still far off. We still dream about it. And these are the types of depths we want them to go. This is, this is that, that's what that genre exists for. And we know, because Boulder's Gate came out, that it can be done. Yeah. So I mean, not it. just because... Of, and not just because of Baldur's Gate, like even if Baldur's Gate hadn't come out before recording this, we know it could be done because they've already laid the yeah. blueprint, right? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not just coming up with this idea off the top of my head. I'm using what Riot's already given us. So yeah. it's like you have the means to do it. We just want the execution. Uh and again, we can help with that execution, podcastscore at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, with that, uh thanks for hanging out, guys. As always, we love it. Uh, thanks for listening. That helps. And we'll be back soon with the next episode. Yeah. Take care, everybody.